Put the fucking mic on. Mic is on. Episode 29 of End of the Bench, the Knicks beat the Lakers. Clyde Frazier has some choice words for LeBron. Fitzmagic signs with the Dolphins. Carlos Santana does not like Fortnite at all. But before we get into March Madness, we have a little announcement on the pod. What do we got, Liam? So we've obviously had a great beginning for End of the Bench. We're moving into Season 2, so let me give you a little preview of what we got. Obviously, Season 1 is going to end after episode 30, which is going to be our Friday episode coming out at the end of this week. Uh, for season two, we're bringing in a YouTube channel. We have a new video series. Drop the name, or we want to keep that a little? Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll keep that under wraps for I'm now. Go to the Instagram to find it. Yeah, oh, go- exactly. Good plug. Go. Oh, yeah, follow our Instagram. Uh, you can see what's going on, what's in the works. But next Tuesday, what day is that? Offhand, let's see. What's the what's the YouTube name? Is End of the Bench, right? It'll yes, be, it'll end, end be of the end bench, of the Bench. Instagram at End of the Bench. Twitter at End of the Bench. Yes. So End of the Bench social. Pod is the Instagram. Yes. Uh, Tuesday the twenty sixth. So that's next Tuesday from when you listen to this. Uh, we'll have season two out. Well, like we said, video series, YouTube, possible, you know, merch, maybe even if it's friends and family. We'll figure that out. I like that new content, a lot of new content, a lot of new content, a lot of video content. Stepping up the game. It'll be a mix exactly. of you're, you're going to see a mix of just about everything. We're going to do sports, like of course we're the sports podcast, but we're mixing clothing, which we love to do towards the end of the show. Yes, we do. And we're going to maybe maybe flirt with some food and beverages oh, through course, season definitely. two and beyond. We got all of our all of our. Uh, Deals? What deal? Not deals. We have all of our challenges that we're going to do against each other. All of our bets that we yes, got. The 40 yard yes, dash. Yes, forty yard dash. Where we're we? Where, it's yeah. be, season two is going to be lit and lit yeah. nasty. When the, the good weather brings a good time. Hell yeah! I like exactly. that, Stony. I like that. All right, let's jump right in, boys. March Madness is here. March. I know this is. I know we're on March eighteenth, but March starts today. March Madness is here. I'm excited. The bracket is out. Teams are set. What are we looking for? I, I think the guy, guys. I think it's a lock. I have Duke win the entire thing, and I think that's I think pretty. You've always obvious. had Duke. I mean, it's you got to think about this. Are you, wait, we talked about this last season, uh, last episode. Yeah. Are you a Duke fan or are you not a Duke fan anymore, homie? I, I don't. I don't figure out your mind. I mean, since the radio show, Taylor's been saying it's Duke's year, and that was like three years ago. But last, two years ago, exactly. But yeah, to whatever last week you go, nah, I'm moving strictly <laughs> Oklahoma, so I don't know what. What, what are we doing? We figure it out. Uh, dude, I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of lost. The bandwagon town? I, I I love watching them. It, it, I, it's just hard to be a fan of Duke when you're not from the area. It kind of just right, and enough. it kind of coming out of nowhere, you know. But I like I I have a Jabari Parker jersey. So you think uh, it makes you almost like a bandwagon? Absolutely, yeah, it's yeah, almost like a bandwagon guy. Now I'm, I'm I'm at least I'm glad like you 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 have that awareness. Yeah. Like, you're aware, like, all right, if I go out and really, like, push and show Duke, like, at least I'll look like a bandwagon fan. Because most bandwagon fans will just, like, do it. And then if someone says, like, oh, you're a bandwagon, they'll get butthurt about it. I got so, so that's much good. Hate. At least it's, you know. Yeah, exactly. Remember, I was by volleyball, instrumental volleyball at school. My friend was like, we were, we were blue. He goes, you can wear a Duke jersey if you want. You're going to get hate for it. I was like, <laughs> I went out there and, I, like, three kids yelled at me. I was like, dude, I don't even watch. <laughs> I don't even watch, you know. Taylor has a self-awareness, though, where he knows he's exactly, going to get heckled. Exactly. No, but look, if I was in an Austin situation, I'd probably rock the blue, too. I'd rock the blue devil jersey. Yeah. I now, if, if Coach K was to my me. right and he wanted to be, if he was, like, inducting me into, like, the blue devil fandom, mm-hmm. I'm a Duke blue devil fan. Okay. Yeah, no, 100%. Like, he's I'm not a diehard. I, I, I love watching them because Zion watch. Williamson is back. Like we said last week, he's been performing this past week and won the ACC title. Did you guys watch any March or any of the the, the championship weeks, um, the semifinals and the finals? I watched so many games on Saturday. I caught a little bit. I was in the parade in uh, the city, St. Yeah. Patty's Day Parade. How was that? It was fun. It was a yeah. good time. A lot of walking. It was yeah. all over the place. But I caught a couple games. But um, I wasn't really paying attention. I was a little intoxicated. Hey. You know. <laughs> happens. Quick Zion news since you brought him up. You have more Zion talk? You. This is you. This is Did all you new- guys see the alleged – Fight. Alleged fight? No, Alleged I have not. Alleged fight. Three, it happened like three years ago, I think it was, came out. Guy like put 
puts off like three 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 dudes that come Zion, at him and Zion him. knocks out these three guys out. Throwing or? kicks, haymakers. Defended. He was defending himself. Now, I mean, this is a, this is unfortunate. Of course, there's all. It always when somebody's going is doing something well, is excelling at something, and of course, it's when it's time to put in. They're they're putting in their their best work. If it's a guy about That's to get drafted, prime. always it's a guy get drafted. He's in the NBA Finals, or he's about to go to the World Series in the playoffs. Remember, um, uh, Josh Hader, left-hander for the Brewers, mid playoffs. Old tweets come out of him saying racist stuff. In the playoffs, now Marsh Madness starts in a couple days. Zion, oh, an video comes video, out. Alleged Zion, video. Him Look, knocking out three kids, basically. We'll, we'll watch it later. But to be honest with you, I mean, like, if anybody starts fighting this guy, I mean, they're gonna knock his ass. I watched knock him it. Out. He is a monster, yo. They come up to like his nipples. Like, oh, they're yeah, he's a he's a big dude. Well, let's get back to yeah, we can we the can stop talking about that. <laughs> Liam, the the field right now, Duke is number one. Virginia, Duke's number one in the East. Virginia is number one in the South region. Midwest is Carolina. And Gonzaga is number one in the West. I have Duke going all the way. I, I just did a practice bracket. My We'll put our final finalized brackets in uh, right at the last second that the, the brackets are allowed to go. Um, put them on the social. All three of us will put them on there. Uh, people even send the brackets in us. We'll take a look at yeah, it. Yeah, DM us with I'd our like to brackets. See what people are thinking. Yeah, definitely. And then we'll keep. I mean, if there's not too many of them, we'll, we'll try to keep track. See who's got the. I have furthest. I have Duke Carolina in the in the championship game. Bro, that'd be a wild championship game. Two number ones. It's it's so hard not to go chalk on this because like I have my final four, my practice final four, Duke, Virginia, Carolina, and I was either thinking like Michigan or or. Or Gonzaga in the West. Michigan's a two seed. Um, Gonzaga is, is so talented; it's almost hard not to put him in there. But I have some upsets in the in the East region. I have uh, Yale beating UCLA, uh, LSU. Yale's a fourteen seed. LSU's wow, a three. Okay. The reason I'm saying that LSU's coach is not there right now. He because of all the, the the scandal of him paying you know his pl- a player. Yeah, and he's yeah. not there. They've kind of been struggling a little bit. I mean, I watched that Yale Harvard championship game, and Yale closed that out like monsters. So hey, not a bad pick. I have. There's a lot of good games. Marcus Howard versus um, what's his name? Uh, John Moran. John Moran. That's Marquette versus Murray State, and that was first round game of five versus twelve. I do have Marquette winning that game, but that that's like a gift from the gods, guys. The two two top five two top five guys in the draft. Um, it's gonna be a lot of fun to see that. I think another funny thing of how the committee put this thing together: East Region, number seven Louisville versus number ten Minnesota. Ring a bell. Where we, Liam's eyes just shot up. You know what I'm talking about? The Patinos. Yes, Rick Patino's son is facing Rick's old school. Yep. Now Rick is leaving Greece, and he's gonna be helping out Rick's son's team. No way. Yeah, he like practicing. Yeah, but still getting him involved is even like a oh, yeah, I'm going, risky I'm going thing, Minnesota right? all the way with this little upset here. Oh, ten, yeah? ten versus seven, absolutely, absolutely. Um, okay. And then I would have right now. Um, I, guess I got some other upsets here. Um, I think Purdue, number three, Purdue. This is the South region. They're going to come out on top against Old Dominion, the number fourteen. So you're going to win that. But they got some injury trouble. I've been kind of researching a little bit. I think a couple of their stars have been hurt, so I have them losing in the next round. Into the into the second round against number six Villanova. Villanova's playing number eleven St. Mary's. I had them going, but I also have one more upset. It's Oregon versus Wisconsin. Oregon you number twelve. Yeah, number twelve Oregon versus number five Wisconsin. Pac twelve. It's a very weak conference. I just think I think Oregon has been on a, has been on a hot streak lately. I think Oregon can come on top and beat them in the first round, and then I think eventually they'll lose to maybe Kent State. All right, you said Duke. Duke was the heaviest favorite since yeah. the 2014-2015 Kentucky team. Yeah. That team had Carl Anthony Towns, Willie Cauley Stein, both Harrison brothers, Devin Booker, Tyler Tyler Ulis, Trey Lyles, Alex Porter. So like, basically know, everyone and, in the NBA. <laughs> exactly, NBA starters across the board, like almost ten guys deep. Even Dakari Johnson, who's bouncing up and down between the G League and the NBA. So I mean, if this Duke team is 
you know, being compared to that team, they have to be chalk all the way up to the national championship. And, and but that that Kentucky team lost in the semis to Wisconsin. It's like I don't want, I don't want to be like a Dickie V who's always chalk one two one two one two in the Sweet Sixteen. I'm not trying. I'm not trying to do that. But it's so hard to how are you, how are you going to pick? How are you not going to pick Michigan State versus Duke in the in the Sweet Sixteen or the Elite Eight? Excuse me, Zago, Michigan, Carolina, Kentucky, Virginia, Tennessee. It's so sports are getting boring nowadays. I feel like you can predict everything. You know what I mean? Do you know how hard do you know how, many, you know how hard it is to to pick like upsets in March Madness? The fact that last year Virginia lost to the 16 seed in the first round just happens to be that day that they play like dog crap. crap. Yeah, but yeah. It just happens to be in the biggest stage of the, of the season. Now, if the gamblers in the world, this is huge. This is huge gambling cup for the next couple weeks. A little stats of the storm right here. You want to save this? You want to? You want to use it? You want? We'll save this. We'll yeah. just. We'll just say. Well, you know, in general, look, guys. Bookies are bookies and gamblers. This is their week. This is their week. But we'll we'll leave the stats for later. But I I was with some buddies over the weekend, right? And they were gambling, just about every game. And I haven't been around gamblers in in a couple of months. I was I, mean, I was around gamblers all the time in school. But being around them again and having them watch the games and they are sweating it out and when i, I think when uh when tenant when auburn won on saturday everyone was going bonkers we we're jumping up in town when tennessee won on saturday freaking out that auburn game was awesome absolutely that was so sick i mean they blew out tennessee by like 20 points yeah and then bruce pearl who he goes for tennessee right mm-hmm. at one point at, at one, one point in his career yeah now he's yeah. coaching auburn no that game was awesome that, honestly that was probably my favorite game i watched all week yeah, it was a blowout but it, i just love seeing those upsets yeah uh, it's just it's gonna be a lot of fun. I I I don't know if he's doing it again this year. But do you guys remember last year Warren Buffett put out what if you got a perfect bracket, you get a billion dollars from yeah, me? Yeah, I think he does that like oh, every Sports year. Sports Center does that also. They they, they, they have the bracket challenge. A million? They have the bracket challenge. Yeah, and if you win, you win a million. I'm pretty sure. Oh okay. Like but, a million in like Final Four seats or something like that. Really? Final Four is in Minnesota. Oh, is it really? And championship Minnesota. Yo, when's the Frozen Four? Do you know? I don't know offhand. I think it's. I mean, it's got to be coming up soon. No, the school year's definitely. almost over. Yeah, yeah. And ho- uh, college hockey is like definitely like winding down. Yeah. Closest games to us. Yeah. Is yeah, Hartford, Connecticut. Main, where are the main stadium? Uh, main stadiums. So the main the games are going to be at. We have um, south the south region. The games are going to be in. It's the first and second round are going to be in Columbus. South Carolina, there's San Jose, California, Hartford, Connecticut, Columbus, Ohio, Columbus, Ohio. Where's the championship at? I don't really care about the first championship and, and final four is in Minnesota. What what are those yeah. dates? Oh. Uh, April sixth, April eighth. Okay, April sixth, my uh, birthday. Oh really? Yeah. Hey. Right. Frozen Four starts April eleventh. Oh right, so, after. right. I guess I mean that's probably a, makes you know, sense. Good business decision. Yeah. yeah. Let basketball stop and then slide right in there when people are like, I need those sports. Love the Frozen Four. Oh yeah. Well, college hockey, another better than that. So who do you guys got? I don't know yet. To be honest with you, I'm probably just gonna. I don't. I don't know enough about college basketball to do like hella research. I normally just click a random team. I like going in One that way. Guys, you guys like pick jerseys and you click that. I mean, back in the day, like when we used to pick even like NFL teams. You know, you're picking like you're doing the weekly thing, picking all the teams. My yeah, brother yeah, yeah. used to just match up the mascots. Like oh, who's like winning, that. like a jet or a bear? Exactly. Like a jet. I like that. I like doing it. Well, like, it's know. almost like prop bets, but not really. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. Like the um, oh, what was it? Totally forgot what I was going to say. Just lost train of thought. Prop bets. Prop bets. Uh, the last time that I did a March Madness thing, I flipped a coin every single, every team, every game. How'd that do? Uh, I didn't do too hot. Oh, okay. Yeah. Leave it mm. off to chance. It's fun. All right. Um, right. I'm excited. We will put our brackets up in the next couple of days. Mm-hmm. But let's jump into a sensitive topic for Giant fans in New York and around the world. GM... Gettleman came out for the first time since the big old Dell trade. He says the Giants are still going to try to compete and win even while they try to rebuild. How does this make any sense? I don't get it. Doesn't. It doesn't. So Gettleman came out and said, really and truly, you can win while you rebuild. Gettleman said Monday on a conference call with reporter to discuss the trade from the, uh, the other day about Odell Beckham Jr. So. He then went on to say, we're building. The object of this is to win as many games as possible every year, Gettleman said. So we're building. 
We were three and thirteen when I took over. We are five and eleven last year. Uh, Twelve of those games were a touchdown or less. We we're building. I don't understand why this is a question. Gentleman declined to provide further details. He then went on to say, "Trust me, we have a plan. And over time, you have to be patient. Everybody wants an answer now." We live in an instant gratification society, instant gratification world, and everybody wants the answer now, Gettleman said. Over time, you'll see it. You'll see it. Have trust in it. Do you have trust in it? Obviously, you want an answer right now. You just gave up the top receiver in the NFL. (laughs) Why do you not have an answer to that? How do you give up? Everybody Everybody that's a Giants fan wants Eli Manning gone, and you... Keep him, but get rid of the top receiver in the NFL. Why would you not have an answer for that? You know what I mean. So you guys the, are both Giants fans, no? yeah. So um, I'm just re- I'm reading. I'm, re- I'm this is all I'm reading an article here. So uh, the article could then continue to say that was a better it was a better offer from the Niners or Bills that um, presented that was presented to Gettleman. Gettleman called the Bills and had several discussions over time with 49ers GM uh, John Lynch. He then he then stated, as I said publicly twice. We didn't sign him to trade him, but obviously things changed, Gettleman said. Frankly, what changed is other teams made an offer we couldn't refuse. When you make a statement like this on January 2nd during the combine, and not, dur- not during the combine, during these meetings, it's hard to then go trade him and then have these words bite you in the ass not even six weeks later. No, 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 six, seven weeks later. Now, was there a better offer on the table? Maybe, maybe not. But the fact that he pulled the trigger, it shows me that he really wants to try to make a whole change. I mean, this was—he's kind of, kind of, he's trying his best to get away from the top, the Coughlin era, the Coughlin era, and the McAdoo era. Definitely, definitely the McAdoo era. Definitely McAdoo era. I mean, he's basically traded guys that uh, were on the part of McAdoo's squad, which was Eli Apple was last year. With a Vernon now with Odell, but the fact that he still thinks that that Eli Manning is his quarterback and he's optimistic that the offense could improve from last season with Beckham not even playing is beyond me. The fact that he wants to win games, still win games, and improve a five and eleven record from last year, but still want to rebuild, bro, you got to pick one or the other. You can't rebuild and, and try to get a, a 7-9 record. 7-9 record, you're not going to get a top 10 pick. No. And I saw this the other day. This could be a rumor. He's getting loud. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm getting mad. There could be, this could be a rumor. I saw tweets around the league, around on Twitter, that the Giants aren't, focusing, aren't scouting heavily on Dwayne Haskins. I got that notification. I immediately Same thing, right? closed it and Try to forgot about it. How do, how do you forget something like that? This, this is insane to me. This is the you are in a prime position at six, where the odds of him dropping you to six is pretty freaking high. Pretty high. But you're you're. Is this just something to stir the pot to get all <laughs> those giant fans pissed off? <laughs> because I'm getting furious. Because this is the, the you had a shot last year to draft a quarterback, right? You had five, five quarterbacks go in the first round. All of them played last year. Were all of them great last year? No. no. But all of them played. You drafted a franchise franchise changing running back. Rookie of the year. Over 2,000 all-purpose yards. Love Saquon. But this is the year now. You have a shot. There's two really good quarterbacks. The rest of them are okay. You have two really good quarterbacks in the first round. That are available. One won't be at your at, at your at your slot. With Kyle Murray probably going one to the Cardinals. Haskins going to fall at six. If he doesn't draft him, I'm telling you, there's gonna be people with pitchforks well, coming to his home into the Giants facility and asking questions. Why the f are you not? And why did you not draft him? What if he doesn't fall? Then the Giants have to make the Giants. Who would they take then? Well, look, I, I feel like if they're they, they're gonna the Giant the that front office is smart enough to and all front offices are smart enough to pick up things 
and hear things changing. Oh, so they 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 will they will make the moves to trade up. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're not gonna they're not gonna let it slip. I don't think that's a to have him play behind Eli would probably be the best thing, yo. That's yeah, a, like where we talked about it last week, a little Rogers, uh, little Rogers Favre action. You know what I mean? But when when they come out and saying they're not interested, like, what the, the fuck you doing? You're not gonna take any other quarterback with that number six pick, which means I all right, I guess they're gonna go out and get a need. I'm okay with that. But then wait until the seventeenth pick to try to grab a quarterback. Cardinals drafted Murray. Yeah. Niners don't need one. They got Garoppolo. Correct. Jets don't need one. They got Darnold. Yep. Raiders don't need one. They got Carr. Yep. Bucks. They have Winston. But there's there's a not a, that wouldn't so be better than everyone in. One. He would if I had to say the for the team, for the first five teams that I just listed, that I would say the Bucks the are the only team I'm a little iffy with. Because You think they would just he was so bad last year. Maybe they trade up one spot. That's what I'm saying. They would swap. But I mean, I feel like they would only swap if they thought Bucks were going to take Haskins, and now, the, Bucks, the Bucks wouldn't swap. Now the next five teams that are below the Giants, Jacksonville—they just spent eighty-eight million dollars on Nick Foles. Yeah, I don't like a Lions lot. at eight. Yeah. They got Matthew Stafford. Yeah, they're set. Good. Buffalo Bills at nine. Set. Josh Allen. Broncos at ten. They just got Joe Flacco. They're not going. They're not. I, you, I, th- I think. I think. What's his name? I think um, Elway. If he's getting a guy, he's gonna go out and get Drew. Dude, Lock. Elway said Elway said that Flacco is going into the prime of his career. The guy's yeah, thirty four no, years old. <laughs> but that's why I'm now Elway Elway yeah right Elway Elway won two Super Bowls at thirty seven thirty eight years old. That's a that doesn't happen too often. He was that's John Elway, not Joe John Flacco. Elway. That's not Joe Flacco. <laughs> Joe Flacco won a title years ago. Now this is he, he ain't elite, boys. He ain't elite. Lamar Jackson, a rookie, just took your spot. And he's raw as hell too, but Flacco, he's not that. Who's your who's? All right, say say um, was it the uh, what are we talking about the Bucks get yeah. Haskins, correct? Yeah. yeah. Who's the next quarterback? Like who who else is there that's going into the draft that's a making waves? Drew as a Locke or the kid out of uh, Duke, right? And then Drew it, Locke is uh, Missouri Duke. Um, I don't even know the kid's name. Um, that's what I mean. That's how that's how uh, crappy the quarterback. Uh, that's what I'm saying. Will so Greer. Will Greer. Oh, true. Will Greer. But I feel like he's gonna drop. He's getting projected like a second or a third, right? Maybe third round pick. I think. So it's literally just Haskins and uh, those are the two guys. And, the, and Murray. And Murray. Those are the, those are the big quarterbacks. So yeah. then at the, at the Giants. You're not even looking for a quarterback if you don't get Haskins because there's nobody else to even put your time into, no? That's what I mean. If they don't get him with a six, I just have a horrible feeling they're going to waste that 17 pick on, on a quarterback. It's like a huge, huge reach just because they're going to have all the – think about it. Once the minute they don't draft Haskins at six, there's going to be boos. There's going to be tweets at them. There's going to be people calling you know, random people on the Giants, Giants screaming at Giants them. So the- I feel like they're going to go out and try to compensate with that 17 pick, make a big reach, and then end up like how the Jets did with Christian Hackenberg. New York Giants had 12 draft picks this year. 12. Tied with the Patriots for most draft picks for this upcoming draft. The Patriots have 12 this year also? Yes. Well, they always stack them. Always. Now, the, now, listen to the quarterback depth chart for the Giants. Eli Manning, Kyle Aletta, who I think a lot of people honestly had, I had some nice nice words for him play-wise. They liked him at Rice last year. He showed some promise during training camp, and then he got that he got that uh, he was arrest, He was arrested. Oh, yeah. yeah Remember yeah. that thing? Oh, yeah. Um, he's not it, terrible, though? He's, look. He, he was good in college, but it, it's not like he was playing at Alabama or LSU. Oh, okay. So he was just a solid quarterback for... And then they have a 31-year-old third-string Alex Tanney who was undrafted out of Monmouth in 2012. He's on his 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, ninth team. You got to pay 52 guys, so you need someone else to got a lot sit of in there and uh, take up the room. But yeah, that's a nice jersey collection. That's a nice jersey collection. His NFL career is 10 for 14, 71% completion percentage. That's not One bad. touchdown, 99 yards. Not bad. Passer rating four hundred fourteen point nine. If I can be anyone, make me Alex Tanny. Alex Tanny. Eight years in the league, throwing fourteen passes. Yeah, Loretta last year was a fourth round pick, one hundred eighth pick overall. He has uh, five pass attempts, no yards, and a pick. So this this is the year. This is the time. If you're going to quote unquote build this year, this is the time. You draft your team. You want to, your future team. You trade it up. You trade it Odell to get that other first round pick. Draft right. Get Haskins. Then probably at seventeen, 
Maybe go for an offensive lineman or a linebacker if you can do that. Well, I think both those are those wants are the needs. and needs. Yes. What do they have, two first-round picks? Two first-rounders. When you said 7 and 17? 6 and 17. 6 and 17. Yes. So this is this is the time. Hmm. I don't know. We'll see if they fuck up or not. Yeah. Hope not. They're already on the road to doing it. Gettleman's under fire. So There's I, just no. I just okay. Maybe they're not on the road. They're just you guys and us as fans and peers of the Giants don't understand why that happened. And the exactly. Jets need to figure out. Uh, not the Jets. The Giants need to figure out and make us <laughs> okay with what happened. Uh, yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's but like, right now, we if if Haskins doesn't work, it seems like we don't know why they did that. Correct. Same things like with the Knicks. I get it. You trade Porzingis. But if you don't get Kyrie and KD or two huge superstars, then what was it all for? Same exact thing like what yeah, you were saying. I see. So if it's if, it, if, if you get Haskins, then it's okay? It, would you guys be okay with it? Uh, I, I want to see him do something with that number 17 pick. Okay. So Haskins and somebody else. Uh, and yeah, then yeah. You Haskins think okay. and then like an uh, impact player at 17. Which one did they get for, uh, which one did they get for Odell? The 17. Oh, 17th, a a third-round pick, and Jabril Peppers. And safety, good good safety. Yeah. Do you think that was um, – I see what you're saying. So they did the kind of thing that you were talking about last week, the combining different things to get exactly. for the top guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From one team to another who needed the quarterback was the Dolphins. The Dolphins let go. They traded away last week. They traded Ryan Tannehill. was a longtime Dolphin. Up and down career so far with injuries and a couple playoff berths. But now they've signed Fitzmagic. Ryan Fitzpatrick, the old Harvard grad, is playing on a two-year deal. <laughs> excuse me. Uh, You're excused. Thank you. Two-year deal according to um, Cameron Wolf, the ESPN, and also a source from uh, Adam Schefter said that it would be an $11 million contract. With uh, incentives that can boost the deal to between seventeen to twenty million dollars. Now I find a very interesting stat here. So Fitzpatrick, who was also played for the Rams, count count on your fingers: Rams, Bengals, Bills, Titans, Texans, Jets. Now, now the and now the um excuse me and now the um Dolphins. That's a lot of teams, boys. So, he could be the first player to throw passes for eight NFL teams, breaking a tie with six other players. That's a hell of a stat. Does Ryan Fitzpatrick have more teams played for or more kids? Oh, I think he has. Oh, I know he has a good chunk of kids. I'm going to have to say he has more teams. That's correct. Seven teams, six kids. Yeah. He, he's not He's not fellow Rivers level. No, no, not yet. No. What was Rivers at? Like 11, 12, I think he's at Something now? like that? No. Maybe 11. 10 or 11, something like that. Now, what's just funny, so um, the Fitzpatrick, the Fitzmagic nickname was already someone else's nickname. Was, he got cocked. Yeah, so in September 2018, the defensive back on the Dolphins, Minka Fitzpatrick, filed a trademark application with the United States Patent and Trademark office to own the nickname in hopes of selling merchandise and apparel. That failed, didn't it? Mika Fitzpatrick, who said he had the nickname in high school, since high school, has since trademark request denied in January. Yeah, it's like me going <laughs> to the place and being like, yo, I'm trademarking Austin, so nobody can use <laughs> Austin ever again. It's fucking stupid. What do you guys think of this? I mean, this is a thir- I think he's 38. He's an old dude. I mean, 36. No, he's just going around. He's playing he's like the Yager of the NFL. Hey, well, Perfect God, comparison. That's a pretty good comparison. Yeah, well, he just what, likes to play. Yager played until he was like what forty five. Yager retired. I think he's. I, I he think he retired sure last season. He's still playing over in Russia. Or, I think. Yeah, he's still playing. But I'm pretty. Is sure. it he? Is it? Is it him? The guy that has all like, the gambling debts and. Who's the guy who who can't go back to Russia because he has so many gambling debts and he what? is? What I did not know that. There's some. There's some like pretty good hockey player, Russian hockey yeah. player, who can't go back to the state uh, to Russia because of. Gambling debts, and then there's like a loan charts coming after him. Really? Yeah, coming for his life. Let me see. Let me see what we got. Ah, what the hell's his name? I thought it was Yager. No way. I didn't. I didn't think it was Yager. Kovalchuk, definitely not the most. Hmm, I don't know. We'll look. At, I'll look. We'll look at it afterwards. Can't find it here on a quick Google search. So that could be. Um, that's interesting, though. 
I can't find it on here. Yeah. That's that's interesting though. I want to look into that. I forgot. All right, so All right. let's go to the next one. Let's see what we got next. Bengals cut their longtime seven ye- seasons, long time linebacker, Vontez Perfect, announced on Monday they cut him. So hmm. as, this is a quote. So as we continue to build our roster for the twenty nineteen season, we felt it was best to give both the team and Vontez a fresh start. Bengals coach, new Bengals coach, Zach Taylor, said in a statement, Vontez has been a good player here. The team appreciates that. I know a lot of fans appreciate that, but our focus is on the future. Our goal is to build a successful team for the upcoming season, and we felt that making this change now was best for everyone. Um, why don't we just flat out say that the reason they cut him is that because a uh, guy gets suspended too often and starts fighting people and flags and a dirty-ass player, and they don't want that shit. Zach Taylor doesn't want that on his record. That's a Marvin Lewis thing. I think that's pretty obvious. Perfect, who was who was 28, has missed 18 games over the past three seasons due to multiple uh, suspensions. Uh, despite signing a three-year extension worth $38 million before the 26th season, they still cut him. He has been with the Bengals for the past seven seasons, like I said before. He was suspended by the NFL to start the 2016 season, 2017 season, 2018 season, has found himself in the league's doghouse several times for his style of play. The NFL suspended for three games to start the 2016 season for multiple violations of league's uh, league's player safety policy, which he just decks people, which was, it seems, and then also five-game suspension in 2017 for a preseason game where he f- hit the Kansas City Chiefs fullback Anthony Sherman, which was reduced to a thir- three-game appeal. But this is it. this is his thing. He has over almost a half a million dollars in fines. He had a four-game suspension in 2018 for PEDs, three games, like we said before, reduced from five for uh, safety rules, and three-game violation for more safety rules in 2016. Remember when he when he clock, when uh, when when uh, Juju Smith-Schuster clocked him, and he was basically a wake-up call for him. And this is a, another wake-up call for Burfitt that, look, good player, man. But you gotta change your style of game. You can't be a dirty player in this league. It's not. It's not like it was back in the '80s and '90s and even the early 2000s. That 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 doesn't doesn't fly anymore. Exactly. Like all sports. Like the grinder is almost now like pretty much out of hockey. There's no old school like Shaq types of centers in basketball anymore. Now in the day of age of like a vamped up you know personal conduct policy and all the concussion stuff going on. It's just a player like him just really doesn't have a spot because you don't want a guy on your team who's getting you penalized and helping you lose games. Nobody, it's like sports right now revolved around safety and uh, just like play style. Definitely. So it's just a different game. And he he is and he he is like almost notoriously likes that he. I want to say this right. He lo- I think he loves the fact that he is this guy. He- it's a, yeah, it's in his ego, 100%. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. It's just there's no fit for it at the moment. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I, I mean yes, if he's playing dirty and stuff like that. But, I mean, I mean, he's a hard hitter. He spears a- guys. In yeah, the chest that's not- and in the helmet. And he likes that? Well, look, clearly he loves doing it. He's getting suspended and he just keeps doing it. Maybe he's just not a good learner. <laughs> Slow learner? Could be. We all, we all got a couple of those. Happens. Will do that to you. Yeah, LeBron though he's he's a he's a quick learner, but he's having a rough time overall this season. We got more LeBron news. Oh, dude, always yeah, in the LeBron's news, always man. in the news. But the Lakers and Knicks played last night. Yeah, Sunday night. I watched uh, just but doing I watched stuff. They're I watched winning. the entire Stop. game. The entire game. Knicks <laughs> came out with a W, boy. They came out with the dub. Liam, get that out of here. Speak Liam, speaking to the mic. Get that out of here. Thoughts on your boy, uh, your boy blocking LeBron to end the game. What are your thoughts on that? He's shaking his head right now. He's so he's disgusted. I am disgusted. I'm watching this game yesterday. It was hilarious. It was like a, it was like kind of a, it was like an afternoon game, right? Yeah, it was like late afternoon. It was like a late, nice late afternoon game. Figured, all right, let me. I you know, obviously, like you know, people tune in for LeBron, Zion, KD, whoever you're watching. I'm going to, all right, I'll tune in for LeBron, see some of the young Nick guys. Hopefully, I'll see next season playing with some, uh, you know, max contract studs. Of course, Knicks nope. are in the game. Yep. Whole game. Last drive, you see LeBron going to the rack. I'm like, all right, bucket. Hazania comes out of nowhere and stops it right in his face. I stand up in front of the screen. I'm just screaming at it. Why? Lose, Knicks. 
You got to lose. Yeah. I mean, your, your boy, Mario. No, not my boy. Screw him. Oh, you don't like Mario? No, get him out of here. <laughs> well, I, I, have his, I have his freaking Orlando Magic signed jersey. Well, Still, the, get him out of here. This year, the guy dunks on... on uh, that was a good dunk. On uh, Giannis, steps over him, and now he blocks LeBron. Like, who is next? He's Also, I need to troll him a little. On his Instagram, he posted, like, one post, but it had, like, eight pictures of just, like, him different blocking angles. LeBron. Yeah, different angles. I was like, come on, dude. Chill out. This is, this is not, like, the NBA that's the finals. Hi- that's the highlight. That's, the highlight. that's I- what I mean. When that's the highlight of your career, like, e, Oof. <laughs> yeah, right? That's terrible. But along... Before this block to end the game, there was multi. There was one significant moment in the game where LeBron is sitting at the end of the bench. LOL, end of the bench <laughs> I like of the Laker bench by himself. I mean, there's Tyson Chandler who is not dressed the game. It's talking to him, but majority of the time, he has ice on his knees. I think he had a towel over his head. He's at the end of the bench. No one is near him. There's a huddle going on. And Clyde Frazier on the MSG broadcast just basically said, like, the guy doesn't care. Doesn't really care. He's not showing that he's a part of the team. He doesn't show that he wants to be part of the team. He wants to be interested in it. And this is the stuff. This is what I'm paraphrasing everything. But Frazier also said that, and of course I'm paraphrasing, said that you should be showing that you do care while everything's on you. The TV's on you. The spotlight. Everything. The prerequisite for being able to talk to LeBron is have 10 NBA seasons under your belt. I mean, that's the way it looks, right? Or bottle of wine. Well, what's it go- it so. just goes back to what's his name? Pushing him to go play defense a couple games ago, right? Yeah, well, Kuzma, yeah, well, Kuzma pushed him. Uh, yeah, exactly. Like, what do you-, you are the face of the NBA right now, and you are playing like you don't even want to be there. If I was a coach and I don't care who the hell's sitting on the end of the bench, you got ice on your knees and a towel over your head. If we're in a huddle, you're not over there. You're getting yelled at, or you you sitting next game. But it's t- it's kind of tough when Luke Walton and LeBron were both drafted in the in the same draft, and LeBron was a high school kid and got drafted first overall. Luke Walton was like a low draft pick. It's kind of tough, and Luke Walton's getting fired at the, at the end of the season. How awkward is that? You think like LeBron just is saying like. Yeah, whatever you say, I'm not listening to you. Cause I mean, he's not even tuned in in the huddles. He's like face the opposite this way. This is it. Oh, looking at the crowd. Looking talking at the to Tyson. Blim. Yeah, talking to my uh, NBA vet friend. Looking at the scoreboard. Yeah. See, we're getting our ass kicked by the Knicks, who honestly did miss a thing. They I were. Mean, the Knicks were the, on. Moutier was on point. Uh, Mitchell Robinson like, to play well. Jordan, of course, double double. Yeah, he's the double machine. This is and this is a crazy to me, like. James LeBron James is about to miss the playoffs for the first time since 0405. Bro, we were well, we were in elementary school. Yeah. Fourth grade. Fourth and fifth grade. Fourth and fifth grade. That How- was the one nice thing about us. Every every year that it, it was, up. that matches up with our grade. <laughs> it is very nice. It's very it nice. It's very we were nice. Like, Yo, what were you doing? What year was it in seventh grade? I was like, 2007. 2007. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, so this is a it's a rough look. And for another rough look, I mean you saw it coming. Russell Westbrook, Brody, suspended one game after his 16th technical foul of this season. He had the other night. It's almost inevitable now. I mean, I was with some buddies the other day watching this game. We watched him get the tech, and they were like, I'm so sick of Russell Westbrook just flaunting how mad he is and just not giving a crap about, I mean, like. NBA etiquette. It's not even that, but it's the fact that, like, he is missing one game, and we're getting down to the wire of the season where every game counts for these for these one through six seeds. You're you're trying to get a high seed, and one game without Russell Westbrook in the lineup, who is healthy, can be crucial when you add it up at the end of the year. But I I, I can I'm on his side. The guy the guy's passionate guy. There's being there's there's being passionate. I think there's being an idiot. Like when Demarcus Cousins early on in his career, where he would just love to get into fights and just get into scuffles and stuff. I mean, there's. Him and 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 and, and um, Draymond Green is another guy who always gets involved in getting like, texts. They're going out like looking for it, right? I think Russ, the way he gets a lot of like texts and stuff, is he just feels like generally like disrespected. And then yeah, he he's, a, he's an emotional player. Yeah, very emotional. And when when you know Draymond's kicking guys in the nuts, I'm, I'm provoked. Yeah, yeah, that's just childish stuff. Now the other times where he's cur- I mean Russ Westbrook, they like, cursing at a fan, getting fined. $25,000 getting just you know that getting a technical for that that's hard to control your anger it's hard not to say anything you know 
I was listening to a panel of guys. They're like, do you know how many times I wanted to say something to my coach or someone to a fan? Do you know how many times I want to jump in the stands and knock a guy out? Probably a ton. Probably more times than you can than you probably think of. Now, right now in the West, Thunder are the fifth seed. There was the three through eight seeds were separated by like a total of like three and a half, four games. So one game without Westbrook. Yeah, without Westbrook for one game is huge. So it's tough. It's tough to see that. But it's the, not smart basketball. No, it's not smart basketball. What the Yankees are a team that also have some guys that are be missing for the first couple of months of the season. That segue. Like that segue. Gio Gonzalez, the new Yankee guys. We have Severino's will be out till May. Sabathia, we don't know his timetable yet. It looks like he'll be coming back in the first couple of weeks. The Yankees are confirmed close to a deal. This is from Ken Rosenthal and Joe and uh, and John Heyman. We're confirmed. Oh, it's confirmed now. Completely confirmed by Bleacher Report, correct? Oh, okay. So the Yankees sign left-hander Gio Gonzalez to a, a what looks like a one-year deal, minor league deal. Contract is going to be around a $3 million base salary if he's in the majors. Includes out on April 20th and additional incentives based on game started. So now going to opening day, it looks like Tanaka's be open day starter. You got G, you got Happ in that rotation. Now you have Gonzalez. Maybe Lewisaga will be in that rotation, and I don't know who the fourth, the fifth guy can be. But, oh, I'm sorry, Paxson. I totally forgot about Paxson. That's just yeah, those five guys in there. But once the season, everyone's healthy and ready to go, if you're starting a playoff series, right? You're gonna have yeah. Severino, Paxson, Tanaka, Happ, and Sabathia. Where's Gonzalez gonna be in there? I feel like it's gonna be. He is gonna be that. Unfortunately, he's gonna be the odd man out. I think. Yeah, I think so. Right. Yeah, I. I That's I, what it looks to be. Yeah. I want to know what his stats are. Is he young? I would say like mid twenties, probably. Maybe G- a little. Gonzalez. Yeah. Oh no 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 he's not he's thirty three. He's oh, that old. Oh wow. Yeah he's been dude the guy's been around a, a long time. I guess so. Then I you thought, bring in that veteran, just like yeah, a little bit true. more veteran style into the into he's the bullpen. He's been around since he was twenty two year old Oakland A. Damn no oh you know I completely forgot about him in Oakland. Yeah, because so, I feel like I've known this guy, but I feel like he was one of those guys who came in like you know so young. He was he was age twenty six when the Nationals signed him. All right, that's that's when and, my, that was, uh, and that was his career year. He was twenty one eight with a two eight nine ERA in, in twenty twelve when he was a first year National. Now last year with um with the Nationals and Milwaukee Brewers record, he was ten and eleven with a four two one ERA, one hundred seventy one innings. Look, the guys the guys innings eater. He averages about one hundred and ninety nine innings a year. He's gotten around that 200 mark. That yeah, you're he had in 2010, 2011, and 2017. He was over 200. 2012, he was at 199. 2013, 195, and last year he was at a total of 171. So, so this how much do you think that drops this year? You said he's a sixth in that rotation. Right now he'd be in the rotation, but I think once Sabathia comes back and Severino comes back, I think Gio can be the odd man out. Now he might be he might be swap swapping. He's definitely the first guy in once if someone gets hurt throughout uh-huh. the year. But I think it could be a give Sabathia a day off for uh for a start. Gio comes in. I think that's maybe what his role is going to be. What about what if he's playing great? You think they leave him in? Or you still got to bring in Severino and Sebastian. Well, Severino's automatically getting a spot in there. Oh, it's a no bar- matter what. No, no matter what. No matter what. That's your ace. That's mm-hmm. your that's your, that's your guy. Um, but with with Sabathia, it's uh, I mean the guy the guy's milestones. He wants to hit fourteen strikeouts to three thousand, which he'll get probably in two starts. I would say two starts, maybe three. Yeah, probably. Um, but I think this is I think this is a nice a nice signing for the Yankees. Still guys that are left, guys. Keuchel and Kimbrell are still left. Still blow their mind. We are towards the end of March, but we got a couple more weeks till the season starts, and two of these guys don't have teams. It's kind of kind of crazy to me. But one team that Keuchel did play for was the Astros. His former manager, A.J. Hinch, suspended for one game after making some remarks to, I personally think, one of the worst umpires right now in the game and maybe of all time is... Angel Hernandez. I'm gonna agree with that statement. What now? What what did he say exactly? Do you guys know? I don't know offhand, like you know, offhand, but I know it, he definitely said. Uh, basically, all right, here we go. He called him unprofessional. On what? What word was that? Unprofessional. You like? Um, yeah, unprofessional. Unprofessional and arrogant. He is worse than that. He is. 
he needs to go to like a a, a what's the what's the place to go get some sunglasses out, I guess <laughs> go get some new glasses the guy can't fucking pick up a strike at all he's a terrible caller terrible ump doesn't he I feel like the guy forgets rules a lot of people don't agree with that a lot of people agree with what I'm saying I can tell you baseball purists will know if you hear you think of Angel Hernandez the first word first thing you think of awful umpire that's two words but okay I, I fix the word <laughs> I, I fix from word that the first thing they think of is awful umpire so Hinch was tossed one pitch into the bottom of the first inning. Oh, boy. And that comes after Hinch said last week that Hernandez admitted to him that he misses about four ball strike calls a game. You can't be doing that. Dude. And then and then, I, tell, how are you going to tell someone, oh, I missed a couple calls a game, and then throw them out for arguing? Okay, I get you. You're not perfect. You're not perfect. I'm perfect. But then you know you're not perfect. <laughs> Why are you going to throw someone out for arguing that you're not perfect? Right, you you tell him, I'm gonna miss some calls. So aren't you gonna expect him to like get on your ass when you miss those calls? Power hungry. Yeah, I mean, I guess so. Just makes me angry. I, I'm on a. How old is he? <sighs> He's too old to fucking umpire. There should be. There Fuck should be that. like. There should be. Is there a test to be an umpire? Like you gotta oh, be able dude, to yes. see a certain way. Stone. There's there. You gotta do. I think it's like you have to go college system, minor leagues for a long no, time. No, I know it's like that, but like, is there like a like a vision test? Like, you got to see. Baseball's all about vision. He's he's fifty seven. Stone, look at this guy's neck. Juiced up. Yeah, big neck. I, oh, I, geez, I don't like there's it. no, there's no. It's just neck to. Fi- he looks like a thumb thumb. <laughs> Wait, you're, you know the movie uh, Spy Kids? You know the thumbs? That's the, what a that's thumb, 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 thumb yeah, is, right? Right? Exactly right? from Spy Kids. Good movie. Good Quote flick. me on that. Send it to him. Tweet at him. Yes. All right. <laughs> Angela, this is what you look like. Man, funny. Uh, so, Taylor, you put in here, Baker Mayfield's swing is fire. Yes. So, he is best friends. It's not best friends. Very good friends with the NL MVP, Christian Yelich. Uh, Yelich on the Brewers. Mayfield, I, I, if you saw last summer, uh, last NFL offseason, you have both of them working out together in the same gym when Yelich won the MVP. Well, you know, they, they televised that part. He was with Mayfield was with his friends and family when when Yelich got the got the award. So he was at the spring training facility for the Milwaukee Brewers play. I want to say I don't even know where it is, but um, he, he took some BP. He signed two day. Uh, so let's see, Mayfield knew he wouldn't get into spring training game during his two day stay with the the NL champs. But the Brewers let the Cleveland Browns quarterback get close with a surprise stint at first base coach for three innings on Saturday and like took it. some BP. If you haven't seen the you haven't seen the BP, it was one slow mode swing. He got he got a nice little toe tap, smacked that freaking ball right into the uh, into the gap in right center gap. Beautiful swing. Guy played baseball in high school. Mayfield, it's a good player. It's what I've what I've read over the or what I've read. So. If you want to talk about guys that you've seen take BP, or if you have you think who do you think uh, a non-baseball player do you think who play pretty play well in Major League Baseball? Like I've seen Odell take batting practice and hitting balls over the fence in uh, in Anaheim and also at Yankee Stadium crushing balls. You have, I've seen JD Watt hit home runs out of um, the stadium um, in Houston. I've seen. Um, I've seen I've seen firsthand Everson Griffin hit home runs out of Target Field. I'm gonna say LeBron James. You think LeBron James will be athletic enough to hit balls out, BP? I, I think any professional athlete. Exactly. You know what I, I mean? With the best professional like, you athlete. don't. Look, I've seen, I saw Stephon Diggs swing the bat. Awful. Like, awful. Stephon Diggs. Mechanics. Awful. Terrible. Awful. LeBron would probably good. Um, like I said, Adam Thielen was good. He played baseball in like, high school I feel too. Like Kyrie could probably crank some. A little dude, Probably but he figure it out, right? Yeah, like I, I don't. It's kind of swinging baseball bat. It's not the hardest thing in the world. If you if you've done it like a couple, times, I'm sure they you know all played. It looked like Stephon Diggs looked like he never picked up a baseball bat in his life, which is possible. It's very possible, but I, your statement said that it, it's easy, or it's it's you know people. I would think any very athletic person, especially if you're playing like one of the four major professional sports, you should be able to swing a baseball bat. All right, if you're playing in in the NBA, the MLB, the NHL, 
or the NFL, mm-hmm. you should be able to basically go to any other sport and do the basic things. You should be able to throw a football. I guess hockey is a little more difficult. But yeah, maybe you don't know how to skate. You should be able to swing a baseball. You should be able to throw a football. You should be able to shoot a basketball. Exactly. I think I, I remember I, st- I mean, you know, Colin Kaepernick played like baseball in high school. Mm-hmm. He uh, threw off the mound at San Francisco. Oh, really? Um, like an opening day, like an opening, like just like a oh, first yeah, pitch. Yeah, yeah. Who, Kaepernick? Yeah, it was a long time ago. They missed the <laughs> missed the catcher. No, he threw like eighty-eight miles an hour, like oh, eighty-five. Did? Like through yeah. fuzz, gas. Right? Oh wow! Yeah, uh, Russell Westbrook, not Russell Westbrook. Uh, uh, Russell Wilson is at a uh, is at Yankees camp the other day. Yep, I he saw does that. it every year. I mean, he was a rain. He actually got drafted. Man, just being like a professional athlete, would be like, hey, yo, can I just like practice with you guys like New York Max? And they probably would say yes, right? Yeah, it's all press for them. I mean, uh, what's his name from... Um, Billy Crystal. Thanks used to go to Yankee Spring training all the time. All the time. And he got an opportunity. And I, I know because I remember watching it. He got one at bat, and he batted before Jeter. You, uh, Billy Crystal was leading off. And I think Jeter said, like, you know, don't strike out to him. And, of course, he ended up striking out. He fouled a pitch off. But he was pitching. He got he, Paul Mahalam. So, you know, he's a... a major league pitcher. Major league pitcher, like consistently major league pitcher. Um, got up there, started pitching. Found a couple pitch off, took a pitch. I mean, Paul Mahalam, seventy-seven and one hundred record, four three zero year, right? Almost a thousand strikeouts. Guy had, had, a, had a, an, a a below average career, but he was a he was good, MLB pitcher. Everybody yeah. in the MLB is better than anybody we've ever seen. The fact that Billy Crystal fouled ball off, I think, and like worked the count was hilarious. But like, uh, that's just. We need, I want to see more of that kind of stuff, but the fact I want I, I, I would love to see like Mayfield just playing a game, and just I mean Russell Wilson played he just didn't That's play true, the, yeah. he didn't play the field. Gotcha. Okay. He didn't I play think the field. off like outside of the season they should do more things like that. You know what I mean? Definitely. Like if you're like the MLB off season like one weekend you just have like you know like the celebrity game but have it with like other professional athletes just mess around or stuff like that. Be pretty cool. I would love would to see be that. Cool. But one guy that that doesn't like, well, I want to say that. this is not really a good segue. But you are for, work through it. Work through it. Problem. I'm I'm just not gonna work through it. I'm just gonna go right into what it. What is it? What are we Stone, talking? you're yes. a huge Fortnite guy, right? I am a big Fortnite. Guy. Huge Fortnite guy. How much time do you play? A lot. A lot. You crank a lot of hours streaming. Yes. Oh, plug the stream. Plug the stream. Stony on Twitch.tv forward slash Stony S S T O N three Y. Thirty boy follow. Thirty boy sub. If you got Twitch Prime, if you got Amazon Prime, you get a free Twitch Prime sub. You know who's not going to like that? Who's not going to like that? Carl Santana. Guy is soft. He hates Fortnite. I so, could see there's been there's some videos out there of people going into their little brothers, little sisters, moms and dads, taking the Xbox, PlayStation, PC, bringing it outside, smashing it to pieces. Now, I, and this is that's a nice segue into what you're about to Carl say. Carl Santana last year, first baseman for the Phillies last year. Now he's with Seattle. He got traded over. Santana wonder why wasn't really happy with what was going on towards the end of the season for the Philadelphia Phillies. They were, he has a valid reason. He does. What he did was a little explicit. It was a little extreme. Yeah. So the Phillies, towards the end of the year, they lost nine consecutive games uh, towards like the end of the last September, right? So the veteran first baseman felt like he needed to send a, a message to his ball club with the season coming to a close. So he went down to the clubhouse where some guys were spending a portion of the game of the of that game. Where I don't f- even know how you could do that. For to be honest with you, I don't know how they get away with what this. What manager is allowing your 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 players to go back to the to the locker room? I don't know, but during the Phillies-Braves game, there were some guys down in the clubhouse playing Fortnite. So Santana grabbed a bat, went to the room in Sinsbury Park where all the gamers were playing the game. Mm-hmm. He goes and smashes the TV <laughs> to pieces Wow! to ensure that there will be no more Fortnite for the final two days of the season. There's only two more days, boys. Two days. Where were the two Phillies? Where were the Phillies at the end of the season last year, Taylor? They were not winning the playoffs. So how does... Those last two games matter. Don't know. So he went on to say uh, towards uh, there was an ESPN article about this today. He went on to say, "I see a couple of the guys, a couple of players. I don't want to name names. They Who were pl- was it though? Do we know? I don't. I think we'll never oh, know. We'll never know. 
Uh, they play video games during the games. Satana told ESPN, "We come, we come and lose too many games, and I feel like they were not worried about it. weren't respect They weren't respecting their teammates or coaches or the staff or front office. It's not my personality, but I'm angry because I want to make it good." So Taylor, you said you've you've heard right that uh, I've Sanu, seen. You said you heard or seen Miss Sanu just polish off a uh, pizza. Like mid game, I've, right? I've I've heard uh, Miguel Sano, not Muhammad Sanu. Sanu, that's Sano. Sano, that's right. So I've heard I've heard stories about uh, when he was in the minor leagues this past season that he was just chowing out on pizza mid game when he was DH and just chowing out of a pot. But I've seen guys play Fortnite in the in the locker room. I've seen I've heard of that not during the game. No, before before after. game when they're done doing their own shit. Yeah. And then they're, they're just chilling. Just Guys chilling playing waiting. cards on their phone, yeah, eating yeah, food. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, uh, Stone, I, I don't know if you've ever seen this, but um, shout out Dan Jennings, reliever. I think he's saw the Milwaukee Brewers. Saw him in the opposing locker room when the Brewers were in town in uh, Minnesota. He had this portable box. Pops the box open, a little tiny screen, playing Fortnite in the box. And the box was just like, it had, you know, you close it, there's a handle, and the box was just sitting in his locker, and he's playing Fortnite in his locker. Yeah, I got nothing wrong with that. Do you, what is that? Do you know what I'm talking about? It's probably He probably just had a portable TV and just strapped an Xbox it. was so it. funky. It was so funny. All, like, the old school reporters are like, they don't get this. Why is he yeah. doing this? Shout out. Uh, Trevor Whatever relaxes you, man. Shout you out Minnesota game? Twins right-handed pitcher, those fuzz, Trevor May. Big gamer. I watch a lot of Trevor May. Big gamer, Trevor pretty May, good. He plays with all the streamers I watch. Plays with Ninja, Tatman, Ninja, Lupo. He we courage. So he he made up a uh, a Fortnite day at Target Field last yes, season. Yes, 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 yes. He's a big gamer. He had a couple. A f- lot of athletes are gamers. Yeah, Juju played with Drake and, and Ninja. Blew the whole thing up. There's a lot of Juju is and part Travis of Scott. and Travis Scott. Juju is part of Phase Clan, which is a gaming team. Really? Oh, right. You're. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. yeah. And. Uh, during that that Fortnite Fort Fort Day or Fortnite Day, whatever it was called at Target Field, they had um you know a bunch of computer screens out, and they had like a tent over it, and there were three of them were playing. It, there wasn't a lot of people out. This was this was like five hours before the game. Yeah, yeah. And they let like a certain amount of people come in and watch them. Yeah, a lot of fun. kids. But then they had that game, the games projected on the big on screen the, on in the, the big outfield, screen right? in yeah. the outfield center know, field. Like I know. I forgot who it was. Like, oh, uh, so Drake during Drake's tour, in like an area of where you could go in all the stadiums that he's performing. There's a giant. He did a collaboration with a hundred thieves, who's another gaming organization. He's gonna have TVs set up everywhere with a whole bunch of Xboxes and everything. A, uh, I don't know what sports team, but a sports team did that also. In like one of the lobbies, or they're gonna have like a gaming room where anybody can go and play. Did you hear about that also? I know a couple of teams, like for for Long Island Nets. They have, have a that? gaming truck that comes in and it's yeah. got the wow, it's really? got some Xbox, it's got, got some PS4. So the kids like, involved a exactly. I know the Kansas City yeah. Royals, somebody was playing and they got the aerial view, like a blimp aerial view of, and their Jumbotron is humongous. Yeah. Kansas City yeah. Royals, huge. And they were playing Fortnite on it. Yeah, that's great. I love it. I'm all about yeah. it. Gaming is so much more accepted now than it was. All the people that are huge now in gaming, yeah. their parents used to, be like, what the heck are you doing? You're wasting all your time and stuff like that. They're making, they're making, they're making, they're making bread, bread. Carl Ninja's Santana making more than like half the athletes yeah. out there, yo. <laughs> yeah, Carl Santana doesn't get it. He doesn't get it. But he's on a different team now. But let's get into our special segments. But we'll get that um, right into that right after this break. Well, thank you for listening. You guys probably just were like, what was that ad right there? That's our first sponsor. You probably heard my voice. We're talking about Anchor. Anchor is, the, is our podcast. That we, where we This is how we broadcast our podcast on Anchor. If you want to listen to that ad again, just rewind it and you can learn more about it. Hit up Anchor. And, uh, dude, are you guys excited? We got our first sponsor. I'm so hyped. Hopefully we can roll in some more. You know, yeah. maybe even a little more Anchor. We get couple of pop, we anchor anchors there. the shit anchor is awesome yeah the fact that we got them to help us with this and help with the podcast together is dope but let's get let's get right into it special segments what is our would you wear it for our would you wear it we have 
the Supreme Drop. So like we said last episode, I believe, we're going to be moving the Would You Wear It's to, to Tuesdays. Our Tuesdays episodes. Uh, just obviously because we want to give our listeners a little heads up before the Supreme Drops, before the shoes come out, all that kind of stuff. So for Supreme this week, we got some things we talked about in that Lookbook episode right when we first talked about it. Stone, I know you're very excited about one. Of course. First off, they're dropping a hammock. They're partnering with Eno, right? Yes, Eno is like the number one. It's like top of the line hammock that you can get. That's uh, Electric Forest is sponsored by Eno. You know who would like this? My dad. My dad would love this big outdoors, big outdoors. Your dad wouldn't love a Supreme hammock, but. You never know. <laughs> you never know. You never know. You about to show my dad after this pod. Oh, we might have to. All right. So the hammock's coming out. Hundred dollars. Not ninety eight actually. Yeah. Not too bad. So if you're looking to resell it, you can definitely resell that. Um, and then next up, they have their Nike. They obviously every every season come out with a Nike collab. Usually a pair of shoes and some other stuff. Came out with a white pair and a black pair of shoes. What are those? They're Air Tailwinds. So not like you know, not a big big. Uh, I guess model of shoe like uh, Air Force One or yeah, yeah, yeah. Air Max One, something like that. But interesting. Would, yeah, would you guys wear it? I, I would not wear that. I probably would not wear. I would either. not wear that. Yeah, they look they like look... the Ken Griffey's. Yes, you're right. They oh, look just like those. Uh, not a little bit. They are. They're pretty like, freaking ugly, though. I'm yeah, be honest. Yeah, not a big fan. Yeah, they're. But, I mean, anything Supreme is probably lit. So how, mean, much, how much? is that? Resell. The shoes. There's no retail on it yet, but probably you know 150, 200 like a regular shoe. And it'll probably resell for like five, six. Yeah, and then Nike's also throwing out some hats. Oh, matching hats. Those aren't terrible, but I'm don't. I'm not a huge. That's like the, the shape. It's like they're called that's, camp caps. That's the typical Supreme exact like shape hat. That's what they. That's the style hat. They you need. Like. You need the. Uh, I guess what nowadays they'll call them the five panel or the six panel hats, which is like the hats we wear. Yeah, 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 yeah. Not just four, which is these. So, uh, that was a quick. Would you wear that? Usually, okay. I mean. Okay. It's mostly leaks that will come out before they drop stuff that week. So you normally have to wait till like a Wednesday to find out exactly what's dropping on Thursday. But occasionally they'll throw out a little tease of what's coming. So next up, we got Stats with Stone. We teased this before. What do we got? So through bookies and brackets, nearly one in five adults in the United States will have a bet on the NCAA tournament, according to the American Gaming Association. This is due to a survey that was released on Monday. That's wild. That's that's a high One number. Five? I feel like that's good, right? That's Dude, a high I, number, I, I would, feel like. I would say, what, March Madness, the Super Bowl, and well, you got another one, you think? And I guess like the- Every other major sporting event? Like major like, championship? Uh, Kentucky Derby. Like the, the Derby. Masters? Belmont? The, like the big derbies, the big the big uh, horse yeah, races, the yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah. the the big yeah. the triple crown horse races. I think Super Bowl and I would say March Madness is the the big three events. I would think. I, I would think. No, definitely hundred percent. So you got another one? I got one more. Forty million Americans will combine to fill out a hundred and forty nine million brackets this week, and eighteen million adults will be will bet on the tournament with a bookmaker. Hey, the bookies, s- big bookie fans over here. <laughs> um. <laughs> Altogether, 8.5 billion is expected to be waged on March, or March on March Madness. The AGA estimates that the NCAA double uh, NCAA tournament generates 40 percent more betting uh, betting handle betting handle than the Super Bowl, making it the most heavily bet U.S. sporting event. There's your answer, Taylor. Yeah, I mean, you could say that, but you're. You're you're literally comparing an entire tournament to one game, so obviously yeah, it's exactly. going to be a lot more betting. Yeah, there's a lot. But that's of still pretty going. crazy. Yeah, that's pretty dope. That's pretty wild. All right, boys, this was a pretty good one. We have a lot of co- things coming, a lot of video contact coming, as mm-hmm. we talked about before. Any last words for episode twenty nine? No, no, great show, hype for season two. What are we talking about on Friday? Has yet to happen. That's true. We'll talk some March Madness. We'll have our brackets on Friday. We will have our brackets. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, now the games underway, but we will we will have we will have is there will be games underway? Yes, March twenty first is the first round. Oh, March twenty first, twenty second. Sounds good. Yep. Alright, so uh we will catch everyone on Friday. Peace. Hey. I was doing just fine before I met you I drink too much and that's an issue But I'm okay Hey 
You tell your friends it was nice to meet them, but I hope I never see them again. I know it breaks your heart. Moved to the city and I broke down car in. Four years, no calls. Now you're looking pretty in a hotel bar in. I, I can't stop. No, I, I, I can't stop. So baby, pull me closer in the backseat of your Rover that I know you can't afford. Bite that tattoo on your shoulder. Pull the sheets right off the corner of that mattress that you stole. 